Right now, we have Lisa Lanier, our official attorney of this program. She does a segment every week called Lawyer Up, Inside Several Legal Cases. Some good ones today, including the one we just mentioned about Jerry Jones, as we welcome Lisa in here. Hello, Lisa. How you doing? Hey, I'm fantastic. I hope you guys are. Doing great. Hello. Thank you. The story about Jerry Jones is uh, he's the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, of course. A woman who's 25 now named Alexandra Davis grew up in North Texas and has filed a lawsuit saying she was conceived from a relationship that Jerry Jones had with her mother, Cynthia Davis, in the mid-1990s. Davis and her mother had reached a settlement in which Jones would support them financially as long as they never said Jerry Jones is the father of the baby. Mm. A hearing is scheduled for March 31st. The daughter here, the 25-year-old, said she's not legally bound by that agreement because she didn't have anything to do with it. She's the child in the situation. Uh, she and her attorney are going after Jones now, saying, you're my father. I think that uh, the law is on Jerry Jones' side here because of this legal document. Lisa, what do you think on this? Yeah, I think it's probably going to go the other way, although mm-hmm. although it's it's a pretty unique situation. But typically, a couple of things come into play. The majority of jurisdictions hold that a child is not bound by a contract that their parents enter into after they get into their majority unless a court approves the contract. And I, I really don't think he took this to a judge. So uh, and if he did, if he, if he got it court approved, that's different and it can be binding on the child. But that's like, you know, in, in personal injury, when I settle a case mm-hmm. of a child, a minor, I can't just settle the case with the parents on behalf of the child and have it stick. The, the kid can come back and challenge it unless we get it court approved. Okay. And then that makes it binding. So that's, that's one issue. The other issue is that contracts like this are considered void or voidable in the majority of jurisdictions because they're against public policy. Mm-hmm. Because this is, it's pretty dirty stuff, you yeah, know. And yeah. and so and the courts don't like for people to use contracts to do things that are have this sort of nefarious purpose. Right. And so it would be probably void or voidable against public policy because you don't want somebody to be able to disclaim a child this way and 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 do it literally, you know. I mean, he put it in there, you know, money for silence, silence for money. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it, it, it hush, was pretty bad. Money. Right, well, that's Jerry for you, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, what does she hope to gain by this? A relationship with him, or money out of him? What What does she I get? She just, I think she just thinks that he was such a dog for doing this and mm-hmm. for doing this to her and disclaiming her. She just wants the world to know. She said she doesn't want anything else from him she just wants the world to know that he did this and yeah. that he's her dad yeah would he be compelled to then take a paternity test is that how it would work well i mean i think it's going to depend on how you know how he how hard he fights it but yeah a paternity test would would do it and i don't think he really doubts the paternity because he had a relationship with this woman her mother mm-hmm. when she was estranged from her husband so she was and then he helped her get a divorce from her husband and they did a paternity test during that divorce proceeding, and it was it was done for the purpose of proving whether or not the the de- you know the husband yeah. was the biological father, and they proved he was not. Yeah. And so, who knows? It may have it may have proved that Jones was. I don't know. Yeah. But um, so there's already been that test, and then he gave her a bunch of money to divorce the man. Then he gave her three hundred seventy five thousand dollars cash, and then he funded these two trusts that benefit this daughter. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole agreement, the silence money. Right. And the interesting thing is that she wants to break this contract that her mother made, and she wants to come forward, but she doesn't want to give up the trust. And mm-hmm. that'll be the interesting part, mm-hmm. is whether oh. the court will say, mm-hmm. you know, 
that she has to that he still has to leave the money in the trust for her. Well, I want that trust. Yeah. If, if I'd I'm, be. Yeah. If, if I'm her, I'd say, Jerry, who give me my money? <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That show what I'm all about, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what she's you, about too. Well, you know what he should want. He should want a relationship with her, and then he should cut her into his. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I just want some glory holding. <laughs> yeah. He should, and then he should cut her into his. Uh, when he dies, his fortune. You know, she should get <laughs> right. Whatever. Sure. Yes. <laughs> so that his legitimate daughter, who runs well, the Cowboys, yeah. and now she'll, she'll, she'll get well. She'll get plenty a nice too. little young half sister. She'll get plenty too. Uh, that paternity test is that court ordered, Lisa? I'd like to know. You know, back when they did it, it was this was when she was a, a small child, this twenty-five year old. She was like a year or two old, and I think it was a part of just a part of the divorce proceeding. I don't think it was court ordered. I think it was just the husband back mm. then saying. I think he knew it wasn't his child, and he wanted to make sure he didn't get hooked for child support. Well, there you Should are. have gone on Maury. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, you are you are not the father. You but, are but not Jerry, the but father. Jerry would be the father. <laughs> yeah. Jerry would be real uncomfortable. God, that would be the best Maury ratings of all time. If oh, bringing Jerry Jones out, they can't. That would be the best of the best. <laughs> there is no way that is my dog. Look at us. We don't even look the same. <laughs> <laughs> We have another. I was worked up about this yesterday, too. It's not really, I mean, it is somewhat of a legal case, but an assistant principal has been fired. His name is Toby Price. He worked at Gary Road Elementary School, and he was selected to read a book to some second or third graders. And he chose a book, I Need a New Butt. Whoever was supposed to read the book wasn't going to do it. So he said, Well, I'll do it. And in the book, it's about a kid who is young who discovers that he needs a new butt because his has a crack in it. Okay. Ha, 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 ha. And there's words like that I don't like, like F-A-R-T in there. Yeah, it's fart. And the word butt is in there. Of course, the butt is in the title. So he read it. The kids loved it. And according to him, he hasn't heard of any parent complaints, but the school found out about it and said, oh, no, 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 you can't. It's inappropriate. He goes, what are you talking about? It's fun, it's silly, and it's recommended for kids this age. And so he read it to the class over Zoom. And uh, they said, no, not only can you not read this, it's inappropriate, you're fired. And they got rid of him. I really want him to get his job back, Lisa. Can he do that, or does the school just automatically win their decision's final? No, they don't automatically win. And I'm with you. I think they overreacted here. And uh, you know, this, the book is actually, it's pretty cute. I went online, looked at the whole thing. I, yeah. posted, a, I posted the cover on my Lanier Law Group Instagram and Facebook, because you got to see the kid. with. It does show like a cartoon kid with a cartoon butt crack. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it is, you know, the only thing I thought, you know, that was a little bit distasteful potentially is some people like you don't like the fart word, you know, but um, it has become pretty commonly used, I think. But mm-hmm. um, And and the, maybe the illustration of a sort of a butt crack of a mm-hmm. kid, but, I mean, it, it is very funny. Yeah. It talks about, you know, did he did he break it on the water slide? Did he break, it's a funny little book. And it was written for kids this age. Right. And the principal was supposed to be reading a book that day, and he called out and told this guy, look, I'm out. you got to do it. Right. And he just grabbed the first book he saw on his shelf, and he read it. Yeah. No parents have complained. The kids thought it was hilarious. But um, so what, what his legal recourse is, he is appealing it. Mm-hmm. And educators, public educators, have a due process. They have a substantive due process right in their job. And so they're entitled to due process. So he will get a hearing, and they have to really show that what he was doing was something, usually they require multiple infractions mm-hmm. to terminate someone, mm-hmm. um, putting children at risk, something that where his behavior fell outside of lawful bounds of ethical educational behavior. I mean, the standards are pretty hard, and I don't think he met those. Good. I could see them saying, look, 
here's a warning in your file. We don't like this book you chose. Don't do that kind of thing again. But certainly not firing the guy. I mean, it just seems exactly. extreme. It's exactly yeah. what I said. I said that yesterday. And nobody likes fun less than I do. That's you the truth. Nobody. Attest to that. I don't even like that word that's in it. But even I didn't think he should be fired for this. That's ridiculous. I'm glad to hear he has some legal yeah. recourse here. Okay, well, he just good. wants his job back. He doesn't want any extra money or anything. No, I don't think so. He just wants it. I mean, and, and that's it. what they should have done is said, hey, you know, that book's probably inappropriate. We should take it off the shelf. Let's not read it again. You know, that's it. What if it. he wanted a little greed? Could you think he could get some money, Lisa? You know, I think he'll he'll probably just get his job back. I don't because I think what you know, I think it's arguable that maybe anything would have to know his principal and his school. You mm-hmm. know, because these kinds of books actually became popular. Like when my kids were little, you started mm-hmm. seeing like yep. the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books and yes. the, the books that really sort of allowed uh, kids to laugh at, at silly things that were mm-hmm. sometimes a little bit off color. Right. And so I think it's pretty normative to do this sort of thing, but it, it does have the illustration and the fart word. So I think maybe. You know, what, rather than seeking money, which is what I think he's doing, he's not seeking money; he just wants right. his job back. Okay. That's the second time you've said that word. I don't. Yeah, mind. that's the second. You're, you're, yeah. you, that's two strikes. I'm just, I'm just looking could, for reasons to say right, it now. I know you that. know, yes, I know that you are. <laughs> if you could just spell it, he'd be more comfortable. If you don't mind, yeah. I, I prefer that. <laughs> there is a woman in Florida who's very uncomfortable because she says there is a drone that has recently been hovering right around her apartment <laughs> and nobody else's. And she lives on the second floor of an apartment, so it hovers even right outside her breezeway, which is just what she told the reporter from Fox 13 Florida. And it came literally right here above them. So this is in, in the aisleway? In the aisleway. A few days later, it happened again. It came probably about 10 feet out from here and just hovered watching me it doesn't fly past that way it doesn't go over that way it goes here she can't enjoy an evening smoke without having a drone (laughs) come by and stare at her and she's nervous because she has six children at home as well and she doesn't know what they're watching her for but they're watching makes me nervous for myself it makes me nervous for my children what is it that you are trying to gain from watching us now this is lakeland florida the question is, has a law been broken here, Lisa, and can she do anything about it? You know, people um, are probably going to be upset who have been uh, experiencing anything like this. If people have, because drones are getting very popular, mm-hmm. Th- there's no law that's been broken here. The airspace is not yours. And it's actually, people think, this is my property, you know. Yeah. Uh, you can't fly over my property. You don't own your airspace. You own your land. You don't own your, own your airspace. It's controlled by the FAA. Mm-hmm. And these folks are pretty free to fly up to 400 feet. And the only thing anyone could do is if you really get to the point where somebody is using their drone to really harass you, peep, you know, try to peep into your windows when you're in a private moment, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, then you can try to use, you know, sort of restraining order, stalking law kind of stuff. But the kicker is you've got to know who to name and how do you know who's behind that drone? Exactly. And I would be in trouble if I shot it out of the sky, right? Oh, absolutely. That's a felony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a felony to shoot one of those things out of the sky. What about a box it's of actually, rocks? Unbelievable. Yeah. It's, no, yeah, to, to knock one down in any way is a felony. It's also a felony to what? try to jam their signal. Wow. I mean, it's crazy. All the, because it, the same laws apply, and this is an area that could be regulated differently in the future if mm-hmm. it gets to be too big of a problem. But right now, it falls under the same regulation as if you shot an aircraft down and so it's really and i mean these things are amazing i got my son one for christmas and he he actually kind of does the same thing 
it'll go like almost two miles Lisa. from the house. <laughs> You're part of the problem. Lisa. Go, <laughs> right. I mean, he doesn't harass people. He doesn't harass people, but he'll go like he has a little he has a little friend that lives down the way, mm-hmm. and he'll go look in her windows and see if she's home, stuff like that. I was like, Lisa. I was like, dude, you better you better Lisa. stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> As your legal counsel, don't say another word. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, but I would suggest oh that. My to, lord. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if one of these things is in yeah. in, a, in a breezeway, yeah, that's right. I mean, that seems like that's in a structure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, I, I, yeah. I would. Well, she says it but, hovers. But you, well, it hovers right outside the breezeway. Yeah. She says it hovers I mean, right outside. Yeah. So that's, that's, these kids get. It's kids. I mean, they're having fun with it. You know, they Cooper goes and visits all the neighbors and you Lisa. Know. Oh, Lisa, <laughs> Lisa, I, listen. Don't get me started on kids. I don't like them. I don't, you know. <laughs> and he has and them. I have them. I he have wants the ones he got. There's one of them that right now is really on my on my list. I can tell you that. That's my boy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard the, uh, he stole my charger, and we very nearly didn't mm-hmm. have a show yesterday because I couldn't get my laptop going. Anyway, that's off the topic. Yes. Uh, another case today, and to me, this is also a question of were there any laws broken a uh, woman was outside of her home, and some uh, a real estate agent came by to show her house because he was trying to sell the house. Well, the front door was locked, but he went around to the back door and got in with like four or five people. Her doorbell alerted her that somebody was coming into the home. Her house is not for sale. They were at the wrong place. Yeah. So he showed the group, <laughs> the family, her whole house. She got back there and called cops. Like 20 minutes later, cops showed up. And the guy, the real estate agent, explained, oh, my goodness, I thought this was a different house. Now, has a law been broken here? I think it probably has, but they just sort of look the other way. Is that right, Lisa? Yeah, that's spot on. It is uh, technically it's a trespassing, but it was an accident. It was the house next door. And because they told him to enter from the back, he made an honest mistake. And, you know, maybe he's not the brightest realtor in the box, you know. But You're right about that. You're on point. (laughs) Well, you know what Biggie says? He's got some friends in the real estate business, and you don't have to be that bright. (laughs) Yeah. And that's from them. That's them telling you. Yeah, that's them saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, at the end of the thing, the computer does all the numbers, and so you don't even have to know math. My son said, even I can do that. (laughs) He may be a real estate agent one of these days. So it is a a trespassing, but they just looked the other way because it was an honest mistake. Yeah, the police actually saw the people leaving. I think they encountered them as they were leaving and just kind of said, hey, wow, that was dumb. Don't do that again. Yeah, right. But you'd think the realtor would know based on the pictures of the house. Yeah. This isn't the place. This is not it, right? Maybe. Anyway, he was in there. Now, this is not an honest mistake, and a man is being sued now by the Department of Justice, the FDA, the FTC. They got him every way he turns. His name is Andrew Sinclair. He is selling a $60 herbal tea, and he says that it cures COVID. But, of course, they say, 100% untrue, this is nothing but snake oil, and they have filed a lawsuit in New York. This seems like a pretty open and shut case, too, unless he can prove that it has some curing effects to COVID. How do you see this turning out for him, Lisa? It's going to be bad. Yeah, it's bad. This guy's done. And, you know, lots of people do, you know, they put out these herbal remedies that they claim have all sorts of great, you know, you don't lose your hair, you know, erectile dysfunction, all that mess. But they don't usually get pursued like this by the, you know, the DOJ, the FTC, the FDA. But this guy, they they see him as particularly dangerous because, you know, he he may be real. And apparently he he became pretty popular through the use of social media. Mm -hmm. And so they really came down on him hard because he could put, he really could put lives at risk. And if you take some silly herb to make your hair thicker, well, so what? You know, no harm, no foul. But in this situation... You're sick with COVID, and instead of going to the hospital, you take this silly herb. Right. That's that's bad. So they are. So will he have to give up? Is it going to cost him a bunch of money, or is he just to give up the uh, business, or how's it going to work? 
they're coming after him, I think, for fines because he put out these fake uh, clinical trial documents and stuff. I mean, oh, he did. God. He really oh, hunted yeah. himself oh, out. Oh, well, him. okay. Yeah. In that case, yeah, yeah he's yeah. in big trouble. There's yeah. a uh, celebrity here on uh, the Lawyer Up segment today. It's Snoop Dogg who is being sued by an Uber Eats driver. Here's what happened. Uh, last month, Snoop Dogg ordered from Uber Eats. He ordered some food to be delivered. Yeah. The Uber Eats employee says that he got there, waited the required time for Snoop to come and take the order. He never came out. He became frustrated and started to leave. Then Snoop complained about the driver on his video message on social media. He included the driver's name, the exchange he had with the driver, personal information, including a photo and license plate number for the driver. And the driver is saying, you can't do that because a lot of people now know who he is and know that what his license plate number is and all that kind of stuff. Is that illegal for Snoop to do to put it out on his own video messaging? It's actually an invasion of privacy action, and so the driver could technically pursue Snoop Dogg for it. I don't think he's going to. I think they're going to work it out. Mm. I think there must have been a misunderstanding or something because the driver was actually there mm -hmm. and was in the through the app telling Snoop, "Look, I'm here. You yeah. know, I'm here." Yeah. And apparently, I don't. I wouldn't imagine Snoop living in a rough neighborhood because no. he's so wealthy. <laughs> but the guy said, "But the guy said that it was a scary neighborhood, and he was getting afraid for his safety." <laughs> and so he, so he, uh, mm -hmm. he waited the eight minutes that they're required under Uber Eats policy to wait, and then he took off. And he and he documented all that. Right. But apparently, Snoop didn't know that he was out there and didn't know that he was messaging him. Maybe there was a delay. Sometimes there's a delay in those apps, mm -hmm. and you don't, you know, you don't get the messages till later. But then Snoop went on and, you know, told this guy's private information. So uh, he, he actually has two potential causes of action, defamation mm -hmm. and then public disclosure of private facts. Because he put this guy's private information out there, and now the guy's getting death threats from these diehard right. Snoop fans. Uh, Biggie can speak to this. I can speak on all of this. Yes. Yeah. Um, I can see where the miscommunication could happen because it could have been Snoop waiting for him because if you check, you know, deliver to the door. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to deliver it to the door. I find a lot of times when I've ordered delivery, people will call and say, no, I'm here. And they're not really? And they're not at the door. They're okay. like downstairs waiting for you. I see. Or right. they want you to come get it from their car, Are you which I think is lazy. Now, does it surprise <laughs> Well, <laughs> Well, you'd know. <laughs> We're having a lazy off, and I'm going to yeah. win. Biggie will win every lazy off. He's undefeated in lazy off. <laughs> hey, yeah, he's I'm, the champ. I'm, I'm paying to have it delivered to my door, That's right. not okay. to have it delivered downstairs. That's right. He's not okay. going down the stairs now. Hey, no. and he's had standoffs with these Uber Eats drivers before. <laughs> uh -huh. Sit offs. I'm here. No, you're not. Oh, my favorite is. <laughs> I'll go in. I, I have it all covered too, because I'll say, "Oh, I checked delivered to door," and they'll go. Oh, I see that here now. I, then they come I thought you checked meat in the lobby. I'm like, yeah. I never checked no. meat in the he, lobby. You think yeah. this guy's going to check meat in the, the lobby? lobby. You in the DoorDash, lobby? don't come up against Bishop. No, He's no. got you. He Dead the, to rights mm, every time. lazy off time and time or again. Or when they say, I can't find you. I'm like, do you read the directions I left? Yeah. No. Well, there you go. There it is, Hoss. Right. And Uber Eats is expensive. I mean, compared to DoorDash and uh, yeah. the others, I mean, it's pretty expensive. So I think you ought to... You ought to Win that lazy off and make him come up. Well, he has. He's won every time, Lisa. Every time. He's, uh, he's undefeated up in here. That's a daily dance. Did uh, 
are you as surprised as I am, uh, and Lisa is, Biggie, that Snoop lives in such a rough part of town? Huh? He may have yeah. been visiting. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. Home. Yeah. He may have been in a recording studio. Yeah, maybe. that's true. We, we're just assuming it was his home. It didn't yeah. say that. That's Keep true. it old school. Friend's Snoop house. Dog. Every time I see Snoop, he's on the beaches of Cancun or something, selling yep. Corona beer now. Yeah. Corona. It's corona. Yeah, I'm not sin. seeing him living in the yeah, yeah. In, the, in the bad part of town. Didn't seem like it. That's Lisa Lanier. Well, she nailed them all today, as always. Knocked him out of the park from Jerry Jones to Snoop Dogg. Bam, bam, and bam. She don't mess around. Our official attorney of this program, the segment is Lawyer Up. Catch that later as well on the two guys named Chris website, as well as hers. Uh, LanierLawGroup.com if you need a lawyer or HireHeavyweight.com. Lisa, always good to talk to you. Thank you. You do have a great weekend. You as well. There she goes.